Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And we're back. It's Farm to the Show. I'm Chris Dickerson, and I'm joined by Paul Janish, two former big leaguers, besties, longtime roommates. And here we are once again for another week. And we're going to get straight into it because I feel like every every time we turn around and, and hop on here, uh, there's a lot to discuss. And maybe that's just uh, maybe that's just attributed to this season, the season that's uh, that's been happening. I feel like it's been a torrid uh, season from both uh, action standpoint and just off the field storylines. And so I want to let's jump into Let's get this. Let's get the uh, you know our our remembrance out of the way. Vita Blue passing away. Uh, yeah. Great Oakland A's pitcher, uh, one of seven, yes, only seven Black Cy Young Award winners. Uh, member of 1971, 73, and I believe 76 uh, World Series teams. And um, him passing, not at a great time for Oakland A's fans. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, they actually had a an event I think like a month ago where he was on the field and it's it's crazy stuff like this. I mean, Vita Blue, I think everybody's heard the name, but when when somebody like this passes away and you start seeing the stories written and what other people are saying and players and I mean he arguably, man, he was maybe one of the the best pitcher in this in the seventies, right? Like there's there's guys that talk about how he influenced their love of the game and, and that kind of thing. And on the field it was a joke, man. He was um I, I think in one year he won the MVP in the Cy Young in the in the same season. He was like for the time frame literally maybe the best arm in the major leagues. It, it's uh, pretty, pretty cool to, to recount the career. And then I know he was very philanthropic in that Bay area thereafter. And I know that at least with the giants, he pitched with the giants after the, after the A's. And he's, I think he's still pretty involved with like, there's a junior giant program that, you know, he, it was very evident that he was, he was into giving back to the game and um, pretty, pretty cool to see that he, he stayed associated with baseball even after his playing career. Um, sad to see that he had a, a bout with cancer I think for about the last 18 months is, is what I saw and and unfortunately like like you said passed away but no no two ways about it man on the field and off I think he had a safe to say he had a pretty tremendous impact on the game of baseball yeah not only that but um, you know talking about the, the black aces the, the the pitchers that came after him especially CC coming from you know coming from the Bay Area but just being a, such a huge uh, Don Trell being a, a huge uh, influence. Um, but like you said, his philanthropic uh, legacy is, is legendary in Oakland and the Bay area. Um, and it comes at a time where Oakland is really going through it. Um, they lost a, they lost a dear announcer, I believe last year and another, and another uh, A's, A's legend. So they've dealt with their, their player, their player passings in the past. And this just as a uh, very, a, a turbulent time to say to say the least in in Oakland with uh, the announcement of the team potentially leaving uh, like I said it was a week after that ceremony the on-field ceremony uh, in which Reggie Jackson had um, had made some comments about how how poorly the organization was doing but just poor how poorly the response is to updating and really make an effort to keep that team there and and now having uh, one of the all-time greats pass as I believe, you know, Oakland still is at the the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. And that goes into, you know, the next topic is the member the Black Aces, if, if you're not 
aware are black pitchers that have won 20 games. Vita Blue won 20 games three times. And as a starting pitcher, we fast forward to 2023 where ace pitchers, ace starting pitchers do not have a win yet. How is that possible? It's hard to understand, man. They, uh, they're, they've, they've set a record for the most games without a starter, you know, getting a win. Um, it, 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 it's hard to do kind of to your point, doesn't bode well for the, uh, for the team right now. But from a math standpoint, you gotta you gotta believe that they're 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 getting close. Somebody's gotta get through five innings with the lead here here shortly, hopefully. Yeah, you would you would think so. You would think so. Um, and, and and it's not so much that they're just not quality starts, but the ones that have gone deep into the game, six seven innings, it's been it's been blown by the bullpen, and um, you know it's definitely some growing pains over there. But it's such a it's such a bizarre stat that has just not who's not been seen in in recent memory um for going into may and not having and yeah and setting the record for for not having a pitcher with a single win there's i tell you what there's a lot of vultures over there right now (laughs) yeah yeah starting pitchers a lot of vultures over there a lot of a lot of relievers taking taking dubs over there Um, well they're 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 eight and 28 right now bud they're they're not they're not not a lot of wins to go around yeah. So, I mean, that's, that can be spread out over. Yeah. So, I mean, really you could drop eight, eight people and probably have a closer who blew a save and then came back and ended up, you know, with the walk off and ended up getting the dub for it. So yeah, kind of a, a dubious, a dubious W for whoever that may have been. Um, Cy Young, Vita Blue, Cy Young award winner and eight MVP. So kind of, he's, he was the, one of the OGs of the, of the double. Um, which was then later seen in 2012 by Justin Verlander, I believe, uh, winning a Cy Young and an MVP, which is which is truly rare air. And when it comes down to that, I don't think that there was – I feel like there wasn't much back and forth as in controversy for giving out the MVP to a starting pitcher as there has been when Kershaw and Verlander have done it. I think what he, you know, what he did was, was absolutely exceptional. I don't think we'll have anybody like that. Actually, that's not true because that takes us to show Shohei Otani, which again, we'll get we'll get more into that. But if we're looking at our Cy Young favorites right now, who do you got? Because in the National League right now, like Spencer Strider, every time that guy takes the mound with the the way the Braves are going, with the defense they have, the way that they're able to score runs, um, you know, I think he's going to be he could easily be a twenty win guy. But his stuff is just. I mean, it just, it looks, it's effort, it's effortless. And if you weren't paying attention or knew about Spencer Strider last year, he finished uh, second in uh, runner up, runner up for uh, National League Rookie of the Year. Um, or Look, I'm going to have to double he's check. Put, he's putting himself on the map, dude. I, I, so Strider's one of my guys as well. Yeah, I mean, um, he's a couple of stats. He's got a 162 batting average against. Um, he's, he's had quality start after quality start up to this point in the year. Obviously Atlanta's got a lot going for them right now. We've talked about their, you know, on the position position player side, but he's, he, he's, he's, he's cementing himself in the league. I, I got to believe the players around the league are talking about not being real fired up about facing them. Obviously it's power stuff. Um, he leads the league in quads from what I can tell, loves a tight pant. And it's, it's, it's just the kind of guy that like, at least from a team standpoint, you know that when he's on the bump, 
there's there's a psychology over the team that knows like hey man like it's six or seven solid innings no matter what and it's probably like a two or three run day and we win the game and that that's huge for that kind of team it's he, he's a you know gives the bullpen a break in, in theory on m- most of the days and it's uh he, he's he's gonna be tough to beat man with that team and that offense his numbers are going to be pretty good i think going down going down the year yeah and with that with that club and it, he did in fact lose uh rookie of the year to his teammate michael harris and um again just tremendous young talent coming out over there but like you said spencer strider just the psychology when he steps on that mound with that with that mustache you know one of his instagram posts was you're a daisy if you do <laughs> and i thought that was the coolest shit ever um just because I, I feel like that's the type of mentality he has on there just the kind of doc holiday um you know i'm coming yeah. right out i'm coming right after you yeah, you know, you know, I'm partial to a little Western slash Tombstone reference. Okay, that's 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 on the list of uh, best films ever. So I'm in on some Spencer Strider. Um, for me, I'm I'm gonna bounce over to the uh, the, the Shea McClanahan from from Tampa. Dude, he's seven and zero, and every time he goes, I mean, Tampa's again really good team, really good offense. Really, they're, they're playing, they're dynamic on defense. I, I get it. But man, every time this guy goes out there, they win the game. It's I think they I don't think they've lost one of his starts this year. It's uh it's it's it looks like he could be something pretty special as well in that AL East. Yeah, absolutely. I think he was one of the top three pitchers in the AL last year. Again, finishing third in Cy Young voting um, in 2022, and just kind of capitalizing off that. Um, but like you said, it's not just, you know, when it comes down to to it, we're not just looking at team wins and determining who could potentially be the Cy Young. His ERA is speaking for itself. I think Garrett Cole was was in the driver's seat uh, for a while until recently. I think he got knocked up for for seven for six runs and then seven runs. So he's been taking a hit uh, lately, just as that entire organization is right now. Um, but, you know, McClanahan. And, uh, you know, kind of stepping into that uh, that premier starting role, I think he was one of the I believe he is one of the only all stars. Uh, Glass now has still not come back from from his oblique injury, which, can, as you know, I don't know if you're familiar with oblique injuries. Those bad boys can take for forever. They're not fun. Um, and, uh, yeah. you know, the slight, the slightest, you know, if, you know, when you do it, you can be set back three weeks just by a sneeze. So that's going to hopefully take some time. And that's something to keep our eye on as, you know, getting glass, glass, now a healthy glass now back. I mean, that's, that's dangerous when you're talking about really bolstering an already great staff. It just, uh, I think it just continues to have this, um, you know, the, to continue to have that potential for the praise of. What is now not a fluke? Let's just establish that is they're not a fluke. We're, you know, we're midway through May. It, they're a truly awesome team right now, um, being led by you know the potential you know potential Cy Young Award winner for the American League. Yeah, yeah, and don't sleep on Cole. I mean, he's to your point after a you know an outing that that wasn't maybe standard issue. He's he's still got a two point zero nine ERA as well. I mean, he's rolling, dude. Right. He's yeah. he's he's locked in and. The thing, it's a similar, he's farther down the road. Like we know who Garrett Cole is, you know, he's established, he's done the deal, but he's the rock of, of that, of that Yankee staff. Right. Like, and he's, I think his demeanor and the way that he embraces that, that's another reason for me, he's going to be on that Cy Young list throughout the year, assuming health. It's hard for me to believe that he's, he, he's 
they're going to lean on him heavily, obviously. And he, he embraces that. And I, I, I like him, man. I, I like him in, in that division on that team being the guy he's it's it's he, he's going to be in the mix as well. Yeah. That one seven, six is, is exceptional. Yeah, man. Let's and, and, let, go. Let, hey, let's flip, let, let's flip over to Otani real quick, man. Cause you're talking about pitchers winning the Cy, Cy Young and MVP. I will say I personally, I don't love that. I'm not taking anything away from the guys that have done it for a pitcher to win the MVP. In addition to the Cy Young, that being said, Otani's the guy. I mean, if you're going to have is the somebody, only is the only one that it's acceptable for. I mean, he's he's at the top of the in both. I mean, he's got a 125 batting average against him this year, man. Come on, are you serious? Like it's 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 leading the league. 895 OPS. He's hitting 300. He's got seven bombs. He's got five stolen bases. I mean, it, he's a cartoon character, dude. I mean, he, I, I, don't, I, mean legit. I don't understand. I, I, I don't personally understand. I try to wrap my head around it. And CC Sabathia is the biggest Otani advocate of all time. He said from day one, his last year, he was like, this is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. And nobody hey, understood. Nobody understood. Everybody thought he was bullshitting. But you, I think you would really have to. And I think this, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I think this is where we have this unfortunate situation where like the TV deals the TV deals and all these micro, these micro markets, they don't have the opportunity to see the two best, potentially the two best players in our generation. You have Mike Trout on one hand who, you know, recent polls in the past, like 60%, only 60% of people have ever even heard of Mike Trout, let alone seen him play. And when I talk about Otani, it's like, you have, you don't understand the stuff that he's doing right now. It's literally out of a movie, and I'm not saying I'm saying this in the most literal sense possible. Steve Nebraska from the movie The Scout was known for throwing 100 miles per hour and hitting balls 500 feet. That is, this is a real life human in Major League Baseball that is accomplishing these feats right now. 100 home runs, 500 Ks. He's the first player since Babe Ruth to do this. And it's at, it's at this point where he's his, I believe his fifth year in and the, just the, the references to Babe Ruth, they're not over you. I don't think they're remotely overused by any means. The sure. fact that he is doing, he's accomplishing this both from the mound. It's one thing to be an elite pitcher. It is one thing to just be talented and to work on a craft at such an elite level that you can make the formerly known greatest player of our generation, Mike Trout, look like he has absolutely no chance in his last at, at AB in the base in the world baseball yeah, class. And if you watch that at bat, you're talking about Mike Trout, who is super who is supernatural abilities as far as speed, sure. power, yeah. the whole package. But I mean, 99 cutter, 102 in the dirt, in an apps like a frisbee of a slider. The stuff is the stuff is video game like. But if you see the balls that he's hits, he's you know ass out one handed taking breaking balls in Fenway. He's taking balls that are a, a ball in on the inner third and going left center, one hopping into the truck out in Anaheim. He's hitting balls that are at his chest at 97, 460 feet. It's a joke. 
and I yeah, hope people not... appreciate this because I think I, per, I personally, as a soccer fan, I like to compare this to just simply the criticism, just enjoying what you're witnessing right now. You, Cause you have two of the greatest players ever to grace the soccer field, Ronaldo and Messi at the end of their careers, potentially leaving and to argue about the, the goat. It's like, let's just enjoy and understand what these two individuals have meant to this sport. I think Otani is going to be that guy. If assuming health, man, there, there's just, there's no way. I mean, if, he, if he's healthy for, you know, the duration of his career and how long that lasts, it's hard to say, but it's um, I mean, for me, it starts and ends with, I mean, they, they, they changed the rule. They made it the Otani rule to where you can pitch in DH and stay in the game as the DH after you come out, you know, when you get done pitching, like they literally, the, the rules of the game changed because of this dude's ability, man. It's, it's, I think it's so fun to watch to your point. It's a little unfortunate that the, to, for Trout and Otani that you're talking about, not as many people get exposed to them because of playing on the West Coast. Um, I think it's safe to assume Otani's probably not going to be an angel next year. It, it looks as if, you know, they're already talking about the contract negotiations that are going to take place this offseason. I just hope the guy stays healthy. I think it's it's so good for the game of baseball. And, and, and at the end of the day, kind of to your point, to reiterate, man, it's just he can do things other people can't do. And it's just it's just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and they're a relatively decent team, you know, for once. I don't think they're, you know, they're four games above 500. They're 20 and 16 right now. That's something that they, the Angels really haven't had a whole lot of experiences, in, you know, <clears throat> above 500 or at least being in the race. Texas is playing their ass off, which is natural. That's kind of what we ex expected them going out and spending, yep. you know, a half a, half a billion dollars in free agency. This is, <laughs> you know, this is what we expected. So that, coming to fruition which is which is great and with DeGrom out they're still continuing to thrive in that division which isn't which is a good division I think people are sleeping on yeah. I think people are sleeping on the west particularly now that Texas has found their found their footing and found their stride the Angels are playing well Seattle is starting to come back I think they've won their last um, seven of their last ten and then Houston you know they're always you know they're always within striking distance so you know, I, ho I hope that continues and I hope that, you know, they, they have more opportunity for, you know, for some nationally televised games going forward so they can, you know, some more people can see. Uh, if not, I would highly recommend back, you know, like Joey Votto status subscribing to people just to go watch them. I would I would pay money. MLB TV, I would pay money just to watch Otani's games. If he's pitching, I'm dialed in if whatever, whatever it takes. If he's on the field, I'm watching. It's yeah. it's must see TV. He, he's and I think I think he's one of the guys that other players currently in the big leagues would say that about. They're like, hey man, I want like I, I want to see what he's doing. I want to watch it in live and in color. And there's just at that level, there's not that many of those guys. There's not there's not a ton of guys that other players are like, holy crap, man, this, this is, this is cool. You know? So anyway, I, he's my, pick. yeah. if you're not, if you're not playing, if you're not playing that day, you're not, you're not in the locker room snacking. I can tell you that much. Right. You're not going in and getting coffee and like a protein bar. You're not in, in there in the weight room stretching. You're up on the top watching Otani pitch. And when he comes yeah. to the plate, you're, you're, you know, I, eyes peeled for sure. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some recruiting going on towards the end of the year, man. I, I got to believe that uh, with him becoming a free agent, there's going to be other players um, 
that are they got to be trying to plant seeds, trying to get them on their team for next year. I, I would I would assume. So speak. So speaking, let's go to with the let's go back over to the uh, the other the Japanese connection over in Boston. You're a big fan. You're a big fan over there with what what we got over there. The new the Red Sox newest Japanese edition. He's killing it this year, and I think where they're at, you know, they have the uh, potential. They have the wallet for that, and I think that could potentially. You know, that's not a terrible idea as far as yep, a little no, recruitment for, sure. for Japanese counterpart over there in Boston. 100%. 100%. Yoshida's obviously off to a good start. They, the Red Sox spent a bunch of money on him. And I think I think maybe by by a pretty decent margin, you know, over outbid anybody else that was, uh, that, that was in that mix. They felt very confident that it was going to translate pretty quickly to the big leagues from Japan. Obviously, he's been a established player over there and he's showing that, that the adjustment, the buffer period was not very long. He's locked in. And to your point, I think that's a great call, honestly. Great call that that may be something that, that could come into play with regards to Otani's future. Absolutely. And I don't think they'll have to do the whole dance to get him over there having, you know, having Ishida there. But also since Otani's established now, it's not like he's coming straight over from Japan. But I just, I remember when he first came over and Tim Nairing, when he was at the Yankees, I remember him telling me about the presentation that they put together for Otani. And so for most people that don't come over, I think it's not just about, it's not just about the money. It's about coming to an entirely different market and how you're going to be promoted. I mean, it was like a, it was like a 40 page, a 40 slide presentation. And also just like how they're going to manufacture, like how they're going to redo a swing and you know, what the, what the, the, like the actual, technical game plan for his swing for the pitching for all this and it was like it's a whole ordeal the presentation that it takes to lure, lure some of these athletes to these these teams is actually it's really fascinating to know that the amount of work that goes on to you know in free agency or for these particular players to come over and sign with these teams so i'm super curious what what Bo what boston's uh what boston's pitch i'm sure we can find that i'm sure we can find are you a uh dark dark web subscriber i'm sure it's on there no, somewhere man. no i'm sure we can figure That's it out though i got some i got some coding guys um at my disposal we probably figure it out but <clears throat> the uh but going back to it the, those guys coming over and having the success i think we're going to continue to see that right i know there's the sasaki guy pitching the wbc who's the next kind of arm i think that they're planning on coming um but i think it's going to give teams reason to believe that that the buffer period of adjustment can is going to continue to get quicker because there is Otani, there is Yoshi, there's there's these guys that are here now and there's been a long line of them it's just becoming a little bit more common um for guys to come over and have success and have resources to lean on and and some of the uh, some of the guys around the league now it's I, I, it's exciting i think it's it's obviously and raises the level the bar raises the level of the game and and uh, from a global standpoint, like we've talked about before, it, it just helps the brand of baseball. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, yeah. And I think this is part of the integration of, of more of the international. I think, like you said, the world baseball classic truly becomes a world baseball classic when you have more of this type of talent. But more importantly, your influence, the influence that you have um, globally to start picking up baseball and in uh, and, and creating, expanding this talent pool of, of great international players. Um, let's go to St. Louis. Again, we don't want to be Debbie Downers here with Oakland and going to St. Louis, but it has to be noted 
that they're having a historically bad season. It wasn't that they were just getting into a, a slow start. They're having a historically bad season right now. They're on pace to be potentially 51 in 111, 111 wins or 111 losses, which would tie, I believe, is the 1898. 1898 <laughs> Cleveland team that lost 111 games, but they have not lost a hundred games or even, I believe, I think they lost 90 games in 1990, but yeah. they have not lost that many games, a hundred games since 1908. Yeah. Look, man, they're not going to lose 111 games. They, they, they've, they've, they're going to get Wayne right back. Their pitching's going to, it, it's been, a, it's, it's not going to continue to struggle like it has offensively. There's firepower there. They've started the season off slow. There's too many veteran guys over there. Um, I know you're tight with Wayne Wright. I, he's 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 as in terms of the game as good of a guy, as good of a human as you're going to find, as good of a competitor. They'll they'll get him back in the locker room, or I'm mean, sorry, back on the field. The the middle of that lineup with Contreras and obviously Goldschmidt hit three homers the other day. He looks like he's going to get going. Um, Arenado, there's. They're, they're too good for that to happen over the course of the long term. Now, are they going to get them back themselves too far back in the race to to be able to come back and make a playoff run? That, that's a that's an option, but they're they're not going to struggle like this the whole year. There's there there there's too much talent in that clubhouse for me. I agree, and I'm 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 not biased. I mean, we played in the Central, but too good of a baseball team that I would want to see them suffer suffer in that way. So I'm you know secretly rooting that they they can turn it around. Uh, one team that I do not root for, and you know this, we haven't had very good experiences, Philly. A gentleman fell into the bullpen, and I'm trying to think about the bullpen. I, I think about a certain home run that was hit off of you uh, when you, right. we had, we were getting blown out. I, I don't know. I think it was like 18-2, to two, and you had to come and pitch to Jason Worth, and he took full advantage of that and put a ball in the bullpen. Did you see it? How, do, how, does, that ha- how does that happen? So for the for, for the record, if you want to check tape, it was it was 1993 from the bump for for Yanish. And yes, I did throw a, a, a grand slam into the right center field uh, bleachers to Jason Worth, who that year ended with 99 RBIs. So I tell Jason all the time I did my part, man. You, you, it's your fault you didn't get to 100 that year. But um, so I've actually warmed up in that bullpen for a real game. That being said, I don't know what happened, man. It's super unfortunate. My understanding is I think that the, the the fan was okay. I assume based on what I heard when I was in that bullpen, we may have had some overserving going on. There was a there, there was some, there's always Shocker. some choice words from the Philly fans. They do hang right over the bullpen there, and I, what probably happened is somebody got a little bit of that had too many had too many loggers, got the heavy head right over the rail, man, straight into the pin. And uh, I know it's kind of we're, we're making we're making a lot of the situation, but I do think the fan was OK. Hopefully that they are. Um, we obviously wouldn't wish any ill will on anybody, but there is a there is a little bit of a levity there for what would you do last night? Well, I was the guy on ESPN. I fell into the bullpen. Yeah, but I'm OK now. That's right. Um, yeah, this is not this is not the first time this has happened. It had another unfortunate um incident in texas where a guy jumped for the for uh oh it wasn't a home run ball simply it was a ball being thrown up as a souvenir i think that was just someone being you know kind of overzealous and just losing their footing but i know how it gets in philly and they have uh i think if you're anywhere in the outfield you're gonna have some choice words uh i i personally have not heard uh, a whole lot of the phrases that have come out of the mouths of phillies fans in, uh, in the outfield it is uh it is a unique and 
it is a unique place. Pas- oh, but I see that there are some of these players were, and he was okay. But this, uh, I see some of these Boston players are, are pretty emotional about it. I think uh, showing one of the pitchers here, uh, he had some some tears flowing, which is which is really yeah. uh, was interesting. So I don't know how bad it was, but we'll have to see. I don't know if he, he's okay or not, but. Yeah, regardless, something you don't want to see at a at a at a game, regardless. Um, and I'm not saying that it's, you know, I'm not saying that it's okay. But I know I know Philly fans, and as you know, you have up close and personal beef with the with the bullpen bullpen crazies over there. Yeah, yeah, it's a special place, special place. All right, we're gonna wrap it up on that. Uh, you know, we don't want to necessarily make it on a, a down note, but <clears throat> we're out of time here. Uh, this is Farmer the Show. Subscribe to the podcast. Go like, go give us a like and subscribe. Leave us a comment. We want to see these. We want to go see these comments in, in YouTube. Let us know what we're gonna talk about. As Paul says, we're men of the people, and we want to give you what you want. So, until next time, it's Paul Yanish and Chris Diggerson, Farmer the Show, and we'll see you next week. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big.